Tommy Armstrong was a prolific writer and also wrote a poem called Durham Jail. It has six verses and a chorus, and until recently, it was believed that Tommy Armstrong wrote it based on direct experience from spending six months in Durham Prison in 1882, supposedly having been convicted for theft of a pair of stockings when drunk. In 2010, one of Tommy's grandsons, Ray Tilly, published a book about his grandfather called Tommy Armstrong, the Pitman Poet, which includes new information about Tommy and previously unpublished work. Ray is a retired detective and researched his family history in the same forensic manner he would have applied to a case and considers the story of Tommy being in jail a myth. He concludes it is a poem based on stories told by others of being in Durham jail. Verse 3 of Tommy's poem reads, The first month is the worst of all, your feelings they will try. There's nought but two great lumps of wood on which you have to lie. And after that you get a bed, but it's as hard as stones. At night you doesn't make a turn, for fear you break some bones. The new jail on Elvet was opened in 1819, with prisoners transferred from the House of Correction on Elvet Bridge and the county jail which had been built over the north gate of the castle on Sadler Street in the early 15th century. We'll hear more of that jail further on. The courthouse next door, with its splendid portico and Tuscan columns, opened a few years earlier, in 1811. The creation of the new prison coincided with the publication of prison reforms and new rules, following a tour of the prisons of the north of England and Scotland by social reformers Elizabeth Fry and Joseph Gurney. Conditions slowly started to improve, though note that Tommy Armstrong's poem was written a significant number of decades after their work began. A local social reformer was Dora Greenwell, 19th century poet and essayist born in Lanchester to the west of Durham City, who worked with the poor in Durham's workhouse and prison. Novelist Violet Hunt, who was born at 29 Old Elvet, opposite Durham Prison, in 1862, co-founded Penn with Catherine Amy Dawson Scott in 1921, which grew into the international organisation it is today that champions freedom of expression through the written word, including those imprisoned for their writing. Richard Hardwick's book, The Truth About Prison, Prisoners, Professionals and Families Speak Out, was published in 2017. Reviews include comments such as different to any other book on prison, compelling and quite breathtaking in its scope of insights, and as a former prisoner officer of some 20 years, I can highly recommend this book. Another book by Richard Hardwick is Shattered Images and Building Bridges, a collection of writing and artwork from three Durham prisons. It was the result of a two-year programme of creative workshops held in HPM Durham Prison, HPM Franklin Prison, a high-security prison on the edge of the city, and HPM Low Newton, a remand centre also on the edge of the city. Back to times gone by. Northeast-based journalist and local historian Nigel Green has written a book called Tough Times and Grizzly Crimes, a history of crime in Northumberland and County Durham. It is not for the faint-hearted, documenting gruesome acts, many of which were punishable by hanging, the last of which took place in 1964, with it finally being outlawed a few years later. In his book, Nigel tells of how Britain's executioner, 
William Marwood always stayed at the Dun Cow Pub on Old Elvet when visiting Durham to carry out a hanging, a pub he liked, not least because it was only a couple of minutes' walk from the prison. Prior to 1869, hangings were public, with the law changing to prevent a public spectacle. In 2018, Northern Echo journalist Chris Lloyd, renowned for his intriguing local history features, wrote a story about the hanging balcony, which can be seen as part of number 30 Old Elvet. From 1816, hangings took place outside the new court and prison frontage. Chris tells how the balcony was built specially to provide the best view of the hanging of a murderer in August of that year, with the property owner believed to have sold tickets for the occasion. Infamous inmates of the prison include Marianne Cotton, who was born and lived in and around County Durham in the 19th century, and was Britain's first female serial murderer, killing her victims with arsenic tea. In 1873, when hangings were no longer public, she was hanged within the walls of the prison. Inevitably, there is a nursery rhyme. Sing, sing, oh what should I sing? Mary Ann Cotton, she's tied up with string. Where, where, up in the air? Selling black puddings, a penny, a pair. Norfolk-born crime writer Alan Hunter set his Detective Inspector George Gently novels in East Anglia. Northeast-born writer Peter Flannery adapted them for television, choosing to place George Gently in Durham. Many an episode features the view from the front of Durham Prison, east to west, across the city skyline. The walk continues, crossing Elvet to the entrance of Durham University's playing fields, which are known as the Racecourse. <laughs>